This is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast, hosted by Roman Prokopchuk, bringing you all things digital marketing, tech, business, and motivation. What's stopping you from becoming relentless in all aspects of life? Are you ready to become a digital savage? Let's get into today's episode. Hey everyone, this is Roman Prokopchuk and this is the Digital Savage Experience Podcast. Today I have with me Cher Kretz. Cher has been a counselor for one of the largest school districts in Southern California for the past 15 years. She is a family coach and a solution-focused specialist. Cher is a speaker and teaches how to have conversations that empower. Hear her each week on her podcast, Parenting 2.0, the Focus Mindset. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for coming on. So tell me a little bit about your journey. How did you get to where you are today? You know, I come from a really big family. I have uh, all together seven of us. And um, and I was, I was oldest. So as the oldest, you kind of take on those leadership roles. And I realized early on that I had some I guess you could say skills in people skills. And so that led me into um, eventually working to be a counselor. And my goal in working to be a counselor was just to be able to help people. And I knew that with my personality, I don't know if you know anything about the Enneagram. I don't know very much. My daughter's teaching me. I'm Enneagram 8. That's kind of odd for a counselor because I'm kind of, uh, that's not necessarily what counselors are, but I have this real caring side and I wanted to use some of the things in my life for the good to help people. So in becoming a counselor, I assumed that that was going to be the whole deal is that I was just going to be so helpful. Um, but I learned very quickly about people and you hear sides of them when you're a counselor that you would never ever hear unless you were their counselor. Why? Because everything is confidential by law. I can't tell what they say. So, you know, you think of like the only other person that's in that situation is maybe a Catholic priest who's some people are coming into confessionals, confessions. So, um, so I started hearing all of this and it began to shape the way that I looked at life because um, before growing up as a Christian and I had a certain perspective, I would not go as far to say judgmental, but I would say that many faiths, you kind of have a very specific way of looking at the way life should be and the person that you need to be, you know, you need to present to yourself as a certain type of way. And then I realized that I'm listening to these people and everyone has skeletons in their closet. Everybody has those little dark sides and those corners that they really don't want to expose, but they need help with. And what that made me realize is that you just can't be judgmental. I I began to be a journey. It began a journey of being a person that looks at everybody as equal and loving and caring people that are just doing their best in this world. And that every person that comes to me with any kind of mask or anything, they've got their struggles and their, their, uh, There are things that they want to kind of tuck away. And so I just stopped being really judgmental and started becoming more and more of an open person. And when the road of life began to go up and down for me, um, that's when I started realizing how much parents really need help. Because you can be a counselor, and that's great. And I was speaking on stages and doing that. And I also, as a matter of fact, before that, led worship at my church. So I had all of this going on big. But then you realize 
there's things happening in homes and parents need support. They need love. They need people to hear their stories and share their journeys and not just mothers, fathers, uh, single family homes, foster all these people that are doing the journey of life, pouring their life into kids. So then I started my podcast, Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset, which was originally going to be called Forward Focused Mindset. But then I started it right at COVID when we were all locked in the home and just didn't really seem appropriate to put forward in the topic at that point since we were all sitting in our house. But it it ended up being perfect. Because um, to have a focused mindset puts us in the right place to be our best self. And that's really my passion is to help people be their best self and to just walk along the journey with them and be their cheerleader. Yeah. And I think it's important. A lot of people go to counselors, therapists, uh, you know, psychiatrists and people within those kind of professions thinking that they will solve their problem. And it, it's it's interesting because, you know, I've I've gone to therapy for certain things we've talked about, like, you know, going through five miscarriages and things in my past. And it was one of those things where, you know, that person is there to kind of help you through that journey, not solve your own problem. So you're kind of walking through that and they're walking with you in a way, kind of guiding you. So I think that distinction is important because I think there's a lot of people uh, have this like not necessarily negative aspect about counseling or therapy, but think it's like I'm going to go to this person and they're just going to tell me all this stuff and it may not be what I agree with. And that's not necessarily the case. Yeah, I remember. Um, do you remember? Did you ever see the high school musical uh, on Disney, the movie High School Musical? Uh, may have watched it with my wife at some point. I okay. pretty much w- totally wasn't paying attention. Trust but. me, some of your listeners have. And the high school musical was quite a phenomenon when my children were in grade school years. My older ones were in grade school. And there's a particular part of high school musical where they're, everyone's auditioning for this musical, right? And then these two people come up on stage and they kind of malander in and they're very, uh, they're just talking like this and being poetic and making all of these uh, different types of uh, forms with their body and, you know, artistic. And then the drama teacher says, that's very disturbing. Go see the counselor. And that line in there always irked me for that very reason of what you said is that's very disturbing. Go see the counselor. What kind of stigma are we putting out there for people to go to counseling and uh, big picture? It's not the case. Like you said, the real matter is, is that we all have things we need to unpack. And it's the strong people that say, I'm going to unpack that with someone that's been to school as long as a doctor to be able to pinpoint things that I may be missing so I can move forward from it. Yeah, I agree. And I think, I think it's more important to be a good listener in order to give someone advice or just to give the right answer. And I think being a podcast host and then being on the guest side, I think you see both perspectives. I think it's important to really listen instead of kind of just jumping in there. And I feel like where we met on Clubhouse, there's a lot of people without even hearing someone out or just throwing in an opinion or something that relates to what they were saying, but not really listening. And I feel like there's been a lot of situations where there's like four or five people giving perspective and then ask, you know, is that what you were looking for as an answer? And the person says, not really. And then I have to jump in and like, let me understand you. Is this what you asked? This is the solution. So I feel like you can't present a solution or some kind of resolution to a problem without actually like hearing it out first. 
Yeah. Fine-tuning your listening skills is something much harder than it sounds. Um, We always say, well, listen, 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 and that's thrown out there all the time. But did you really hear? Did you really open up and allow your mind to get what another person is saying and where they're coming from? And, um, And then be able to rephrase that in such a way that they can feel heard. Um, those are two very simple steps that you don't have to be a counselor to do. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to go to school forever to be able to practice that muscle in your brain to say, I'm going to stop, I'm going to listen, and then I'm going to find a way to rephrase that or bring something out. I don't know if you notice it because Clubhouse is a platform that many listeners might not have been on, but it's a interactive. So you're in the moment discussing things back and forth. And, um, one of my, uh, One of the things I like to do is listen and then pull out something positive that that person has said and highlight it because I don't think we get, I don't think we get genuine compliments enough or highlighted for the things that we do enough in life. People just assume that people know, you know, oh, they know they're awesome. Oh, they know they're great. They know they got it going on. Actually, no, they really don't. And they like hearing it. They, they might not want, they're not going to sit and tell you, Hey, I want to be recognized for something. But when you really begin to listen to people and you see a spark in them, you see something amazing, um, whether that be in your kids, family members, or someone you've never met, to I kind of challenge people, you know, start start building that up. Start building that muscle up in you so you can be a person that breathes life into people rather than, um, you know, just doing an agenda, <laughs> going through your life with an agenda, you know? Yeah, I agree. So what motivates you to succeed? Obviously, those motivations may have changed over time and the variables in your life, but what currently motivates you to succeed? Right now, I mean, there are some motivations that just come with where our world is right now. Uh, That's maybe not so much of an internal motivation as it is what I'm viewing in the world today. And I anticipate that there's going to be a lot of gaps in our families that are undetected yet, that we just don't even know are going to be there until they're there, that are going to be kind of like um, stress that came from the last year that we're in when we were coping with what we all were coping with in the very best way that we possibly could. Um, Gaps such as people not really knowing how to help their child with maybe a huge amount of anxiety that they now have about doing something as simple as walking into a store or um, kids that have inappropriate communication skills because they haven't, they've just been able to chill in their house. So they don't really have to practice that because they know how to communicate with their parents or um, I mean, you can, the list can go on, but I'm motivated by the fact that I want to be able to be a part of that change agent to help whatever families that come into my life to be able to navigate those waters. And if I could possibly use something that I'm either going through in the trenches or have learned along the way, it's very rewarding to me. Um, It's something that brings me a lot of satisfaction to be able to sit and problem solve and listen to a family that my heart goes out to and then have them walk away with some strategies to move forward and be solution focused rather than stuck in their problems. And I would say, the second part to that question answer is um, that's the other part that motivates me is that I've been through the ups and downs of my life. And now it's time for me to say, um, based on the things that I've been through, how can I give back? You know, how can I give value? And it could be in a very small place or it could be in a big place. 
but there's nothing like that feeling of saying, you know, I, I feel like I, I did right by that person. And I seek after those moments and those moments uh, motivate me to have another moment like that. So I think you come, well, not everyone, but I came to a realization when like going from my twenties into my thirties where I changed to more of a, I guess, a heart-led entrepreneur where like early mid-20s, I was just chasing like, oh, titles and bonuses and this, that, or the other. And then really seeing like, okay, at the end of the day, you know, you can have that mindset. I'm not going to knock somebody for, you know, having a certain motivation in their life. But for me, it was more, uh, you know, a heart-led entrepreneur where it's adding value, giving back and not wanting to be the only one at that table. So like you can rise and succeed by like not giving any value to anyone, keeping information yourself, feeling threatened by others and not, you know, kind of succeeding together, but adding value, collaborating and just giving things without really expecting anything in return has exponentially kind of grown my business, my network, my things of that nature. And I think that's one reason where, you know, I'm growing a decent, I guess, presence on Clubhouse because I do all these rooms on a daily basis and just add value. And out of that, obviously a new podcast and, you know, kind of business venture came out of that, but that wouldn't have happened if I didn't jump on the platform and just started being there for people and taking the extra time to really you know, hoping and seeing if they can succeed and the people that actually take action. It's been awesome to see in a week or two where they wanted to do something for like the last five years, they actually get the information and encouragement and they're doing what they wanted to do. So that aspect of it is awesome and rewarding as well. Yeah, because um, so many of us are stuck. And in, in, in one time or another, we've all been a stuck in a stuck place. And, um, and we, and I think that your particular journey of the challenges that you've been through, uh, it's the combination of that and then now you being where you're at right now, having a heart to give. And I can totally identify with that because I wouldn't give up the times in my life where maybe, maybe I was hustling for different reasons. But now that I also feel as though... Um, I have a calling to really help more families in a larger scale, it brings you a different kind of satisfaction than just the business alone, which obviously the business is important as well. So they kind of then begin to go hand in hand. Yeah, I agree. And it's one of those things where like it's trickled into my personal life with, you know, being a foster parent, but then also having the stage to share. And I think it's important for people to share uh, in terms of their experiences and what they've been through. And it may not be that like giving mindset, but you, maybe you've been through something where you got to that mindset. So really giving people the stage and people really sharing what they've been through, bad, good, or otherwise, because I think there's at least one person out there that can really get value to either get through something or be encouraged or motivated or, you know, a path to maybe something that they'll go with or experience in the future that they could better be prepared for. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, I think that more people need to have a voice and, um, and then they feel strengthened, hopefully, you know, I know that strength comes in a lot of different ways, but being heard is a big one. You know, I mean, wives want to be heard. Kids want to be heard. People on clubhouse want to be heard. Um, and when they feel heard, I mean, wouldn't you think that there's just like something that's kind of unlocked, like that person heard me and then 
they're able to maybe see things in a different light themselves. You know, there's kind of like a, a relationship between those two. I would yeah, say. I agree. So what's one thing that you may have seen as a weakness in yourself in the past that you've turned around and utilized as a strength today? Your your famous question, right? <laughs> I've been thinking a lot about this one because you and I had spoke about this earlier. And you can look at it in a lot of different ways. I would say if you're looking at it from a personal perspective, um, as I was growing up, I possessed a lot of boldness. And that would come across sometimes in being blunt, maybe kind of rude, kind of to the point and just get to the point. That was my kind of thing. You know, I was kind of blunt. And I've been able lately to think of the fact that every quality you're given can be a positive or a negative in your life. And now I look at that quality as being bold and it can be fine tuned and it has been over the years, but sometimes my ability to not have inhibitions and say what needs to be said is exactly what needs to be done. And that now is becoming quite a strength because I'm not shying away from sharing the information. I'm not giving myself excuses as to why I shouldn't, which I did because as a child, I thought maybe that was wrong that I did that because it was too much for people. And maybe it was maybe even myself and my young, um, you know, teen years, maybe did it in an inappropriate way. But when I learned to shape that boldness and just saying, you know, there's a time and place when boldness is exactly what needs to happen. Someone really does need to hear the things that need to be changed or the things that could help them in order for change to happen. Uh, that's been a huge one, you know, just really stepping into my boldness. And sometimes my boldness is being quiet and being a better listener. And that was being bold in that moment that I wasn't just rambling. So that reframing what that means to me has gone from a weakness to a strength where I used to be like, oh, I'm just too bold. I'm just, I'm just too out there. I've got to stop. You know, people don't appreciate it. That mindset has allowed to shift to where I can say, you know what? The right people do appreciate it. And that's why my podcast is growing. I mean, I don't, I've listened to a lot of podcasts and it's okay. Even if it didn't grow, I'd love it. I have, I have love podcasting. So I, I just have fun anyways, but I believe that people resonate with it because I've listened to a lot of parent podcasts where it's kind of like, oh, let's talk about our kids and let's love on them and DDD and let's do it. And I'm never like that. I'm just like, all right, let's do this. This is what I screwed up on this week, or let's make this happen. And this is what we need to do. And I feel like that place of boldness has helped me a lot. And then on the other end of a spectrum, I, about three years ago, I started working out and getting healthy and getting fit. And, uh, and you're, you're into working out and getting and being fit, right? <laughs> for, for the most part, since I was 18, I've been consistently working out. Okay. That was not me. I never worked out. Like if someone was to ask me what my favorite fruit and vegetable was for years of my life, I'm talking decades, probably I would not be able to answer them because I didn't eat fruits and vegetables. <laughs> and if they were to say work out, I'd be like, what, you know, I don't understand that concept. And it was almost something I was scared of even, you know, I would, I would think about working out and again, I had a gym membership, ironically, I don't know why, probably it was a family thing. And I remember a couple times I'd roll up and look at the place and see people walking in with their gym bags and stuff and be like, nah, 
nope, 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 roll around, walk away. So about three years ago, I began to say, I wonder what the other side lives like and gave it a shot. And it's been the number one most transformable, the the thing that's transformed me uh, to be able to see the journey of being fit and working out and pushing yourself further than you ever thought that you could. And that's been huge. So I went from someone who a huge weakness was me never working out or being fit. And now I'm completely unrecognizable. I wake up at 4.30 in the morning to work out every morning. Like who does that? Me now, different person than I was before. So it speaks to the fact that we always can make it, we can always transform our lives to be something different. I didn't do that until three years ago. <laughs> so um, that would be something that made a huge difference from a thing that was a negative, my health, to where now I am very passionate about working out and being healthy. Yeah, it's definitely kind of doing it enough times to make it a habit. So you make it a regular routine. And it's one of those things where it gives you mental clarity. It kind of gives you focus. And in my, in my opinion, for me, like more purpose. And it was a place where I would go to relax and clear my head and deal with things. So the act of, you know, weight training or working out cardio, whatever, it like put me in a quiet place that I can just be with myself, gather my thoughts, maybe kind of decompress and, and really get to a good place like mentally and physically. Yeah. I think there is a huge connection between the mental, uh, calmness that you get weirdly when you're there working out and really working your muscle, you're doing things that don't appear to be calm, but your mind is actually at peace. Um, yeah, it's something I didn't expect, but there is a lot to say about having our mind and our body healthy the way they were meant to be for us to move and get out there. And, um, and, and that's part of being your best self. And I, it's not to say that anyone who is choosing not to work out, that there's any problem with that. You know, that's where they're at in their life and that's where they're choosing to be. But just thinking about having a healthy body and having a healthy mind, um, people need to remember, I think, that there's a huge connection to having peace when you're when you're that way. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So what's one piece of advice you can leave with the audience, personal or professional? I think um, based on everything we've talked about, it is more of a personal thing to just let go of judgment of others and practice listening. That would be the biggest advice I would give to every single person, no matter where they're in, what life stage that they're in, is that if they can make a commitment to be a better listener and be somebody that hears individuals, their life is going to be enriched. And it's changed my life. I mean, up, up beyond all the little things that we do that help our life, um, when we choose to be a person that cares about others and hears them, it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference in how we approach life. So I'd encourage more people to do that if they're not already in business or otherwise. Yeah, I think it's important to take that kind of a non-judgmental approach because, I mean, who are we to really judge? I think people are like, oh, this person's doing that or this, that or the other. But like, if you look at it, a sin is a sin. I mean, it's viewed as a sin. You can you can lie or you can commit a murder. That's still a, a sin. And it's not your job. Obviously, they'll be judged at one point or another. But it's it's one of those things where like not looking down on somebody and maybe understanding their perspective why they did something or being of, you know, of service or help being there for that person as a support system or anything that they need to maybe get through that situation and not 
all, all of a sudden saying, oh, this person is like, you know, let's shame them or, you know, they're like untouchable or have a scarlet letter because they did this, that or the other. I mean, I think everybody at the end of the day is a sinner and shouldn't be judging other people. You said that just right. I mean, it's it's not a harsh thing to say. It's just a reality. I mean, that's where we're at. And it goes back to what I said at the very beginning of this podcast is just that um, I sat, I sit in front of people and I'm thinking, wait a minute, sometimes, because I, when you're an elementary counselor, you also help the teachers a lot. So teachers will come in, oh, can I just close the door and tell you about something they're going through, which is totally fine. But sometimes my mind would think, wait a minute, didn't I hear you in the staff, staff lounge totally dogging on someone that's in a very similar situation than what you're saying right now? Wake up, people. You, you, we all are in this thing called life. We all screw up. We never always think positive. Sometimes we get ourselves in sticky situations, but being judgmental never gets us anywhere. It just makes us just really, it's not our, it's not our best look. Let's just not. <laughs> yeah. And oftentimes the people that are like uh, openly kind of uh, speaking out against something like, oh, this is bad. They're actually doing the same thing behind closed doors a lot yes. of, you know, a lot of the time. And it's Thank like, you, you yes. know, you're just diverting what you're actually doing and judging somebody else for what you're doing, but you're doing it and hoping not to get caught. Right. And I just believe that, um, you know, I, I'm from the Christian faith and I'm proud to be that. I'm very proud. But I feel as though that's a message that we can take to even the people that believe as I believe is that, you know, don't take away your humanity just because you read a verse or that you think that, you know, don't take it. You're a human and humans should be able to relate to other humans as humans, not because you're in any way, even in the slightest bit above them because you're not. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, I agree. So I really appreciate you stopping by today. Can you let the audience know how they can find you? Absolutely. Um, Thefocusedmindset.com is my website. I do have a gift for any of your podcast listeners. If you go to thefocusedmindset.com slash vibes, I have what I create a good vibes checklist. And uh, it's kind of a little acronym that I, I share and I, I teach. Uh, v is for values. I is for important B is for being bold and E is for enjoying the steps that you take. And we didn't get into that here, but if people are interested in having a way to check in with themselves and always be their best self, they might want to step over and download those free downloads. It's a couple of different ones. The check-in uh, is a self-check that la for a week you could do with your whole family. The other one is like a pinup to remember. And um, also my podcast, Parenting 2.0, The Focused Mindset. Um you know, I'm just, I, I speak at a lot of different places as well, but those are the two main places that people can get connected, listen. Uh, I answer questions. Anyone of any family situation can send me a question and I'll answer it. And then, um, you know, we're both on Clubhouse. So if you're on Clubhouse, look me up, share credits. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Thanks again for stopping by. For sure. Thank you so much. This podcast has been brought to you by Nova Zora Digital. Find out how Nova Zora Digital can help your company grow online. Learn more at NovaZoraDigital.com. Until next time, all you digital savages.